You're listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. Powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. All right, we're back with Jack and Carlos. Yo, yo. Going to continue yeah. the conversation, talking about some cool stuff. So we, we were talking about a financial advisor, um, and we wanted to know some more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I went to a networking event about uh, two weeks ago um, and uh, met a lot of real estate agents. And I seen this 20-year-old kid wearing an oversized button-up blue shirt. Shouldn't, shouldn't have been there, it looked like. <laughs> I went and approached him. Very approachable kid, though. Very nice. Um, I was like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'm about to graduate tomorrow. My dad's wanting me to come out and meet some people and stuff like that. I was like, okay, cool. Told him I did, gave him my card. Well, about a week later, uh, I get a phone call, and it's this same kid. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know I graduated, and I was curious if you'd be my first customer. And I said, yeah, that's, that's pr- no, no problem. Let's do it. He's like, uh, do you want to make an appointment so we could talk about what you're selling? He's like, yeah. So make an appointment with him and his dad. It's, so it's his dad's company. He's been doing it for about 20 years. And uh, they have over fifty million dollars in revenue. Holy shit! From the beginning of it, so I'm like, okay, so there's there's money in it. So uh, let me see. It's called a holistic financial advisor. What it does is it looks at your entire life and everything that you're you're bringing to the table when it comes to your business, uh, your morale, um, how what is your debts, everything, like even relationship. It's almost like a a personalized life coach to make your life better in every way, shape, and form. It sounds great. Yes, it's it's it's, it's amazing. So, but it, basically, what he brought to me is like, so two thousand dollars for the year. It's going to pay for itself first year, basically, because it's going to be not only is it a write off, it's for your business, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, he's going to help give you tax incentives. So, like what you your tax person doesn't tell you, he'll be able to tell you. So prepare you before you talk nice. to your tax lady. Mm-hmm. Nice. So things like that. Um, he's going to go over all tools, parts, materials, how to expand my business. I want two employees in the next year personally. And I think that's very possible with the amount of capital I've brought in. So I think gonna, so too. So, uh, I think, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and run with it. And this guy's basically all on board with it. He's, uh, he made me a, uh, a paper chart basically stating, um, how much tools I'm going to have to buy in the next year. And, uh, it's, it's costly. Um, I'm going to have to get two cheap trucks. Probably. I'm, I'm going to talk to you guys later about that. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm excited. It's an avenue I just took, so we'll see what goes. Tell Carlos how much how much you did in in revenue last year. Last year, I did uh, almost almost two uh, hundred seventy five thousand dollars last year. As a one man show, as, as a one, one man, man show. show, perfect. This year, I'm perfect. projecting two twenty plus. So. Telling you, bro, all these perfect. it's possible, bro. It's yep. Just the fucking countertops. Getting it. So I've done more countertops than I've done tubs. Really, this, this past yeah. year, yeah. Damn. So, okay. Uh, yep. I think uh, you make a. The, pro- the product that we're selling, it's more of like the polyurethane top coat. Absolutely. Uh, right? So you can't really s- scream epoxy, but mm-hmm. we do have epoxy in it. It's the primer. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the way you're marketing it is you're letting people know that is a, there is an epoxy product Absolutely. that comes here, and it gives you the w- what comes with the gloss finish. When yeah. I sell it, I'm like, this durability, you can do this stuff on garage floors. Um, and that's kind of how I tell them how durable it is. Exactly. Oh, you can drive a car on it? Yeah. So I'm going to put it over your counter. Round off the edges, make it seamless, make it flat, make it By smooth. the way, I was looking at your stuff, and I'm like, yes, you do that. I do that as well, and a lot of people that do countertops don't round off your edges. That's where it starts to chip. Yep. 
Yeah, so and also the, if the countertop is old and you could see the lamination in the corner, the la- yeah, yeah, it, it, the little it'll, seam. it'll eventually get water in there and it starts to get engorged with time. So he's smart because he rounds it off, and by rounding it off and then coating it, it's sealed, and then clear coating it, it's even more sealed, and it looks better. I did it to this. This is for Mica counters. Yep, and yep. the one thing that you'll find, though, is sometimes you'll see, like, uh, cracks inside the... Inside the rounding it off because yep. that's where the laminate's breaking yes. or where yep. it's attaching. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've noticed is uh, I'll do that and I'll even make it even deeper to where it becomes even more porous. Yes. And I'll bondo. Yes. Bondo it. And then I'll put like some thin bondo, like a thinner bondo to, mm-hmm. to cover that. Yep. And it's butter, man. It's amazing. Do you use a router or do you use it with a sander? So d- it depends. Um, it, if it's a, a pure laminate, brand new laminate, I'll use a router. I'll yep. use a quarter. Yep. Yep, quarter. Yep. I'll eat that away. Then yeah. I'll, I'll sand it, hand sand it with eighty, hand sand it with two twenty. Yep, and then uh, and then it's smooth butter. Smooth butter, yeah. good to go. Yeah, I love doing that too, and that's something that I started doing a while back ago because I noticed nobody was doing that back then, and I would I noticed because I've been doing this that long, um, the callbacks. The callbacks with water would, like he said, water would seep through because it's one piece of laminate, one piece of laminate. Yeah, they're very, very, very close. It's like a grout line. But it's like a grout line. Exactly. Exactly. And it it doesn't matter how small it is, water gets through it. Water will find its freaking way, and then it ruins it, and then you get a callback, then you got to fix it. And doing multi, blending multi-spec is not easy. It's not like a tub. It's like a single color and stuff. Like, I've blended multi-spec on, like, issues and stuff, and you almost always got to, like, do a whole section. It's almost like doing a car a whole section yeah, when you're doing blending. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's awesome. I noticed <sighs> that you do that, and I freaking love it. So Thanks, man. Yeah, the before and afters is really setting it because if, if I'm my pricing is the way it is, um, the only way I'm going to get away with that is a before and after Visuals. that makes it look like it's worth that much Visuals. money. You it's, know? it's the branding. And one of the things, like, a lot of people don't understand is, bro, as important as doing the job, the job, being a professional is inherent, right? Like, no one wants to hire someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Some of the people in these groups, they like to like pretend like the quality is the only thing that matters. And I've said this a million times from like day one of doing this podcast. If you spray the prettiest tub in the world and nobody knows about it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. It, it, it is, bro, the perception of your brand is as important, if not more important, than the actual fucking work. Because that's how, look at, look at companies with inconsistencies. We know about them and they're busy. Like, let's be real, guys. Like, the perception speaks to the customer before they even experience the job. So you got to make sure your social medias are on point, your reviews are on point, your site's looking fire, like, and that you're posting consistently. That's where a lot of people drop the ball. What I do, and this is, this is what I feel like uh, takes me away from a lot of other companies, is, uh, like, I, I am just, it's just me. Mm-hmm. But I'm so passionate about this. I not only post this to my business, your but I post it on my personal, personal my stories. Perfect. I just started doing this because, it, yep. Always tell the customer, too, and this is how I get good sales. Like, oh, my God, this is like a brown for my gut. The before and afters on this are going to be beautiful. Yep. Right? And I explain that to them. Oh, now I'm excited. Oh, I would like to use this as an ad. I'd give yes. you, you know, this incentive if you let me do this. My brother. You know, things like yes. that. Yes. That's and exactly so what When I do. bring the excitement to them, now I'm pumping them up. Now let's, let's talk some colors. You're oh, painting you like the picture. Color? They can't absolutely. wait till you're done. Now they want to see it. Oh, like, yep, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. And then I get excited because you know oh, I can't wait to work on this. But you're, yep. I could tell just by what you're saying that you're good at sales. Yeah. Because one of the most important things, aside from obviously, like this is what I always come at it from the angle of the customer, right? The customer, you can tell them that you're putting polyurethane in your asset. Actually, they don't get. They don't give a fuck. They give a fuck about the outcome. 
when you paint the picture for them, there's there's it's hard for them to even think about the next guy. Yeah. If you do it effectively, yeah. and and they'll go with you. Price is secondary at that point, and that's what you want. Absolutely. And I think it was you that was talking about this in the last podcast was uh, if they want a cheaper price, would you be like, okay, that's fine, but we'll give me a yep. positive review? Always. I'm going to do that. That's yep. always. That's, I that's promise amazing. you because you know what? They just got what they want, and they just realized that's it. That's all I have to do. They're excited. Yep. They're excited. I'm, I'm, I, right now, I'm you're not just cheapening your product because it would suck. You're like, okay, I'll take $50 exactly. off. If, if you do that, well, what is it really worth? It's, then? it's tit for right? tat at that point. Tit it's like, I'm tat. willing to help you out, but are you going to help me out? Absolutely. And the way, when you paint it like that, dude, they're, they're willing. They're more than willing. I'm, I'm in a cabinet job. I'm on a third estimate right now from the first cabinet mm-hmm. job I did this month, which he also, same exact scenario. I told him straight up, you know, I can absolutely do that. I need you to please, I'm going to make a post for you and I need you to post it on your personal. I need you to go to my Instagram, my Google and my Facebook, and I need you to leave a good review Yep. because he did that. I got the estimate on those doors that you saw outside that I got from him. I gave him a hundred dollars because I'd rather pay my client than pay some lead generating company a hundred dollars that he's charging me and five other dudes around me. I'd rather give it to my client. And when I tell that to my client, dude, they're like, I'm going to I'm going to post it all the time. I've had clients pay off their jobs. Oh, I've yeah. literally had clients pay off their jobs cuz they're like, "Oh, Carlos, I just sent you another one." And I'm like, "Perfect." The second they say, "Yes, you already know I'm going to sell you." I've yep. had a, I've had a client basically give me so much work and then I did a job for them for free. Yep. So, exactly. you know, that what you what you just described is uh that is in a book called 100 million dollar leads. The Alex Hormozzi book. You know Alex Hormozzi? I need to read this book. Yeah, I follow him. I need to read this book. So he literally says, like, um, one of the most effective strategies is that. Is like, look, I could do this for cheaper or for free or whatever, but you need to send me this many referrals. Yep. And because social proof is so important, but when it comes from somebody you know, you also take that with a grain of salt even further. Yeah. And so... Like that's like one of the one of the things in that book that he does so fucking effectively is that he'll get a lead and if even if he doesn't close them he's like look, uh, I'm willing to do it for free, but you got to send me five people who you think this would provide value to. Yeah, he's basically have he's he's hiring his his clientele. Your clients to, to became basically your yeah. clients became your employees at that. Yeah, point. it's amazing. Yeah. Literally, and it's that's some smart shit. That's like some five head shit that even it's above me. But oh yeah, dude. And, and the thing is, they do the work for you at that point in time. Yep. So they're not having to worry because some clients don't care when, when you tell them, Hey, you know, word of mouth, please. Mm-hmm. But when you are giving them the incentive behind that, it becomes a mission to them. Yeah. It really does. Absolutely. So like I'm in the middle of the first tub, the, the first cabinet job of my year, I'm already on a third estimate from that guy because I did it. Or he posted it. Someone came my way. I gave him a hundred bucks. I'm with this other client now. And before I've even done her job, I just have her doors. I haven't even touched her house yet. I'm going to start on Monday. She's already sent me her friend. Yep. And I'm already giving estimates. Yep. The more, more rapport you build with these customers, you know, the more they're going to like you. Yeah. And that's, you got to get up close and personal, man. Like it, 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 they don't like the sleazy, the, the sleazy salesman, but they like the person that cares. Yeah. And absolutely. if you, if you talk to them, like you do care. Cause you do, obviously when you're your own company, you're not in it for, I mean, obviously there's people that are in it to fuck people over, but they can sense the, okay, this person truly likes what they do. And yep. then you, you add that with your social media. Dude, I sent all of my potential clients. I'm like, please check out my Instagram. Please check out my Facebook. Please check out my website. 
And please let me know what you think. And I'll always get it. Oh, I just saw this video. I really like that. The <laughs> you know? customer that you guys did the tub and towel for, the one that Seth was there until like God knows how long. The Which one? The last one from uh, Thursday. Okay. She, she followed us on Instagram. That's how she found out about us. She, nice. She lives in California. Guess what? She has a fucking vacation oh rental house over here. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the power of social media. That's, That's the power of social media. media. Like, it would have never happened like that before. It, it would have never, never happened like that before. But nowadays, the world is different, bro. And there are so many people who are anti... There's it's the people, old guys. Yeah, it's they're, the old they're, they're anti this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, they know the thing. They think that if they tell you, even though you're... 20 states down the fucking road or you could just Google it. They think that that's going to be the end of their business. There's also the other side of it where like they don't want to like meet people and have those conversations and build relationships. And it's like, well, that's first of all, relationship building is how reoccurrence happens. Exactly. Like, especially with these flippers, I hear, you know, we see people complain all the time in the groups. Oh, house flippers only want everything cheap. Maybe your house flippers like, but how about you stop going with the fucking crackhead house flipper yep. and seek out the ones who are doing multi-million dollar houses? Yep. yep. And because those exist and those care about quality. But they also want a relationship. They want to be able yep. to trust like, hey, I have my tub guy and I know what he's about. I know what to expect. I know the, a, a range of what, where they are on price. Like, and he's not just some crabby old fuck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because like a lot, of the, a lot of these guys need to get out of this fucking like it's just me mindset too. Even if it's just going to be you, the prospect doesn't like that. I, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. But like long term, the higher, the more higher end you get, the more busy you get, it's kind of a turnoff for them to be like, this person's doing everything by themselves. Maybe there's a reason for that. Yep. Like it, it happens, bro. Perception is everything like we were talking about. And some guys, like if you're going to name your company, Carlos is refinishing. Okay. It makes sense. But if you're a King's renovation, you're trying to make a fucking brand and you get called out for something and, and and you know you're like oh well i'm three months booked you might feel like a hot shot and they're saying that's fucking crazy that's a douche yeah, yeah like they're you're saying a douchebag at that point. yeah they're, well they're saying like they're thinking this is fucking cringe as fuck like it's just you you're booked three months in advance fine okay i guess but like it, it's just like we should all be working towards something bigger yeah and for those guys who like that kind of life that's fine but i think personally this is my opinion and this might offend people I think a lot of people are too insecure about their ability to go to the next level. And they, they pretend like they don't want to be in the next level, but it really is stemming from insecurity. Yeah, and being going to that next level is, is creating a better version of yourself. The only way you're going to yes. do that. So yep. Jim Rohn is my favorite philosopher. And basically he says, make your goal to be making a million dollars by a certain age. And it's not to make a million dollars and have a million dollars. It's to what it becomes what kind of person you become to the make ro- a million the road dollars. on the way right and that's that's basically how you're gonna uh generate a successful life yeah. yep. so. you don't have to necessarily make the million dollars you can make five hundred thousand and still be fine yeah but the whole the, it's the whole road it's the process it's it's literally like and it doesn't matter about tub refinishing this should be added into everyone's personal life and everything that you do like I, i'm i'm married yep. 11 years i got four daughters Bro, good for you. My, thank you, brother. Four girls. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I got shotguns and guns, so it's all good. Um, bro, my journey in the last couple of years, and he'll tell you because I've been close to this fucking guy. Call, I call him crying sometimes. My whole thing has been like, I need a better life. I need to give these kids and my wife a better life, and that's been the goal. And ever since my mentality has shifted into that, 
things are just falling in place. And, and, and when, when it started, like it started with him saying these things in passing and me sitting down and talking to him, bro. Yep. Cause look, bro, I'm 25. Like I, like I just made the shit happen though. Like I missed out on trips with friends and living that kind of fucking lifestyle to be where I am now. And like, like when I see someone like him, who's so talented, I just like I would tell him he would be like, "Yo, can you sub me some more work? It's it's a little light." I'm like, "Bro, Carlos, you shouldn't be relying on me for work. Like, you should be taking this fucking opportunity to this time next year do be doing your own shit. You have kids, bro. I was like, I could sub you work until the end of eternity, but you got four daughters, bro. There's a responsibility there to fucking want more and get more. Oh yeah. And slowly but surely, it started turning him around, bro. Now I noticed the difference when like. He was going from not posting on social media or nothing to like, you know, he'll start posting his gym working out shit. He's more positive on the job site when I'm sending him. Then he's like going out and doing stand-up comedy and shit, like getting out of his fucking shell, pushing himself like, and regardless, bro, these are all exercises that help. Even though you love stand-up, that's going to make you so much more comfortable around a client, on the phone, your communication skills, because those things are hard to do. That's like nerve wracking shit, (laughs) but it also helps you deal with pressure differently. Like, and like as men, bro, we don't have a lot of fucking outlets. outlets, Yeah, yeah, bro. Cause you know, a fucking female doesn't understand what we go through, bro. They think they do, but they don't like, (sighs) bro. Like (laughs) I, I, Crystal asked me what I want, boy or girl. And I was like, I'd rather have a girl. You know why, bro? Because bringing a man into this world is fucking hard. Cause like motherfuckers don't give a fuck about you or your feelings, yes. bro. We yes. got to do shit for ourselves. No yes. one does it for us. Yep. So like, it, like that's the type of shit I was like telling him and, and he's turned it around, man. And it's, I, com- I was in a rut mentally. Yeah. No, I was in a rut mentally. And, and it and happens. By the yeah. way, it had everything to do with what he just said. We're men. We're meant to be alone. No one's meant to help us. And then you add that with, I'm a little bit of the older guys. Just like those older guys that we were just talking about. Where you had just, some of those same anxieties. I had those same exact things. And because and it, it really does have a lot to do with the environment. Like, that's all the guys I used to work around. All those same mentality. Like, ah, oh, you know, like the over-criticizers but aren't doing anything themselves and stuff like that. The guys that are clearly talented but lack fundamental social uh, communication with a client or, you know, how to, how to turn a problem into a solution, yep, you know, absolutely. that's what a lot of these dudes that are sitting on our, uh, that are, you know, talking hate on us. It's like, well, dude, what are you doing besides sitting on your keyboard and criticizing us? Are you also, please show me your ways. I'd love to learn. I'm a, I'm a sponge right now. Yeah. Show me your way. I'd love to know where I'm fucking up so that I can correct it. Can you please do this for me? And a lot of people just stay quiet. Yep. It's like. You, yep. you got to kill them with kindness. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it, it, it everything makes sense. Um, if you have two people that own a business, right, and they're going to challenge each other, this person's going to be better at something than this person's going to be. This person's going to be better at something than this person's yeah. going to be. Now, if they were to just combine that, yes. now they're both perfected both those yes. areas in their life that they were lacking, mm. and they can build each other up. Did you yeah. hear about the Lamborghini and Ferrari situation? Uh-uh. Okay, this is how Lamborghini came out. Lamborghini came out because the owner of Lamborghini used to just make tractors. That's it. Tractor Lamborghinis. Look it up. And he bought a Ferrari. When he bought a Ferrari, this man isn't a sports car uh, maker or anything like that, but he was a mechanical guy. Engines and all that stuff, that was his thing. So when he bought a Ferrari, he took it apart, found issues he didn't like, and tried talking to Ferrari. The owner shrugged them off like, Dude, you're some tractor guy. What are you? We make sports cars. What are you over here trying to tell me? Yep. 
that pissed him off so much he made Lamborghini. And in the following two or three years, he made a freaking sports car. In this day and age, Lamborghini versus Ferrari are line in line as to what you think of luxury when you think of freaking high sports cars. Absolutely. And it all started with a, a tractor guy that was just trying to, like, hey, listen, your cars are great. I think you could do this, this, and this, and it'll be better. And the guy's, like, shrugging them off. That was enough. That was all the fuel. And we should do that. Like, he fuels me in the right way. Yep. Not in a negative aspect, but I'm like, fuck, he's right. I need to do that. I'm also not afraid to tell him what, because he knows, bro. I'll tell him, bro, you have kids. You have a responsibility. You yeah. need to get off your ass. Stop yeah. crying to me, bro. Yeah. Like, and he knows it. And it's that kind of tough love shit, too, bro. Because, like, at the it end helps, of the day, man. <laughs> I, I want to see, see everybody do better, bro. Yeah. Like, he said that to me since day one without even knowing me. When he said that to me, I was like. They're, yeah, like this guy's fucking awesome. Think about it too. There's 15 million people in Florida. So yeah, right. You, I 200 jobs last year. That's, that's all it takes. That's all it that's takes. All it takes. That's not even a lot. That's not even a lot. <laughs> there's plenty. And look how much money I made off of exactly. that. Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that happens when you maximize every fucking person that comes to you. Absolutely. And a lot of these guys are also they buy into this fucking fallacy that like the going rate in the area is this, so I could only be around there. Bullshit. Bro, I turned pricing up. I t doubled pricing overnight. Like, I've done that shit before. Yeah. And it works. You can. Like, it, bro, at the end of the day, as long as you're effective at communicating your product and why it matters to the customer, that's it. Not vice versa. You know, after they tell you, like, their needs and wants, after you give them the price, you already lost it. Before you give them the number, you need to understand that what their concerns are, what the outcome needs to look like for them, the bad experience that they had before, and you need to you need to tailor your product to their problem, and then that's you're selling them the solution instead of just a service. That's what they why people go with higher end companies to begin with. Yeah. yeah, and if anybody's doing anything other than a tub, or if I'm doing additives, I try to get them on the phone. Yep, you know, and if, if yes, yeah, because I can talk to somebody in text. I I have it verbatim yeah. how I can talk to them about a tub. Um, but once it's talking about other things and, and you're mixing up multi stones or colors or now they have to rip out this cock and I add a price to, to the thing, you know, so talking to them on the phone, they understand, they trust you more, you mm -hmm. build a rapport. And they're, they're, they're feeling you out they're too. They're feeling you out They're, as they're well. feeling you out and they're, okay, this guy's, this guy doesn't sound like a sleazy salesman. This guy yeah. actually sounds like he's trying to get to the root of the problem. And Help we talked the customer. To, yep. Exactly. And we talked about this too is, uh, you know, getting people on the phone like a lot of people remember in, in the group that day, they were saying that like, oh, you know, if you put your price out there, people are not going to call you because they Good. already know. It's like the <laughs> right, the wrong kind of people yeah, aren't exactly. going to call me. Yeah. The $200 guy that I spent 15 minutes trying to provide value to on the phone and then he hits me with his budget after we talked to price. And then they're like, well, you know, you should talk price before. It's like, no, you no, don't. No, you, you need don't. to. Bro, no, you, you cannot sell a solution if you don't know the problems. No, and if you're, if you're doing a tub for somebody that's budget's only $200, they're most likely going to call you back. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to give headaches. you some issue. They're headaches. They're it heads almost, it almost comes well, with some psychology. It, this, I told Carlos this before. If you were down to your last $200, again, put yourself in the customer's position. If you were down to your last 200 and got a tub done and it wasn't absolutely perfect, it hurts you more than the guy who has 500 to spend on a tub. Yep. Like, it just does. It's, it's context. I've dealt with people that have no problem paying what you're asking them even with issues, and they're like, well, that's all right. I've dealt with cheap people that 
they'll bring up issues that to me are not issues, and those are the worst people. And they also live in crack houses too, bro. And, and yeah, man, like raise up your clientele. Please start to work towards people that are paying what you want. Stop settling with the cheap people. I promise you. It's just, it's headaches. I, 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 I've dealt with that, man. Unless you love that. If you like that, look. There, if you like headaches, please continue well, to love Also, bro, look, <laughs> I'm not opposed to there being budget refinishing companies. They will always We all got to start somewhere. Exactly. But I don't give a fuck what anybody says. As much as these people want to believe it, we all want the premium customer. Yeah, it makes it, me look better when they're doing that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if somebody said, I'll give you $1,000 to go do a tub, you're flying over there and you're happy. You have a smile on your fucking face. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of these guys pretend like, eh, I'm cool with where I'm at. Everybody wants to get better. If you don't want to get better, I don't know, bro. Like, I think everybody wants to progress. That's like an, wants to escalate, that's a yeah. fucking human trait, Yes, bro. it is. But, you know, uh, st- staying in... Uh, and one spot tends to be the more common thing. Well, yeah, yes. because everybody yeah. wants more, but not everybody is willing to fucking put in the work to the get there. And that's yeah. the difference, unfortunately. Exactly. You know. And you know what that takes? Networking. What we're doing right now. Like yeah. literally sitting, we're all comparing each other as far as our techniques, our sales, uh, our, our plans for the future. And it's just like, damn, that's a good, I'm going to apply that. Well, and, well, you know, like, it, it, and it's also making the most of your fucking time and trying to, like what you're doing, you're planning for the fucking future. Yep. A lot of these guys, you know, how many times have we seen in the groups? I've been doing this for 25 or 30 years, bro. You, the fact that these people have been doing this shit since before I was born or the exact time frame in which I was born, and I'm over here outdoing them, it should be embarrassing. It yeah. should like, make them mad. If it was the other way around, I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. But they'll tell you, oh, you know, I'm cool with just being a one-man show, yeah. and I'll just do a tub three days a week, semi-retired until I'm fucking 85. It's like, I mean, I don't know about you. But that's not what I want in my sixties. Nope, and every excuse they're giving you is fear based. I think yep. I think so. Exactly. You no, know, they'll tell you they'll tell you, Oh, I've tried hiring people and they all suck. It's like, well, you know. You know what your fear should be? Your fear should be that if you're married and you have kids and you're a one man team and you get hurt, congratulations, you can no longer make money. You have to sit there hurt and not make many money. Anything happens. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. That's why this year I know for a fact I'm going to be hiring people because I, I I'm done with uh, I'm done with the technicality. Yes, I'll still be teaching. Absolutely, I have to, and I do love teaching. I really do. It's like my passion. Um, but I don't want to be in the field anymore. Yeah. My job needs to be needs to be. Admin, administration, doing my taxes, doing estimates, and making sure that my guys are fed. And how That's do you know you, that guy's not going to be a better sprayer than you? How do you know? I don't care. You, do, you, you don't, don't know, though. I, but I, if he is, guess what? Now you get to, now you get to build a brand exactly. the way you exactly want well, to. There, exactly. there was some, you utilize that. Yes. You utilize that to, your, to the company's advantage. Absolutely. And also, take care of your sprayers. Please, yeah, take absolutely. care of your Take sprayers. care of your guys in general. Yes. Because, look, a lot of people... That's a very good point you brought up. There was a whole discussion in the group. Somebody put up a post that was controversial about technicians and stuff. And somebody in there threw in like, yeah, well, I, the way I sell people, no disrespect to them. This is just what he said. Well, the way I sell people is I tell them that I'm the owner and I do the work. And they love the fact that the owner is doing the work because I care more than just any old employee. And I'm just like, I mean, I guess, although the way I see it is if I, if I really cared about the work and, you know, giving as much customers the, the best service possible and scaling, you know, that's how you serve more people and how you help more people. Train your I, guys right. I would be training guys right. Absolutely. I would be building the fucking brand and yeah. I would be trying to expand. Absolutely. Like, you know, at the end of the day, if the company does not live past you, let's say anything could happen. We, we, if, I, if I die tomorrow, this thing keeps going. Yep. 
I offer a lifetime warranty. Let's say you offer a 10-year warranty. Bro, if you're 70 or if you're in your 60s, that like, you're lying nothing. to people, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, unless <laughs> unless, nothing. unless you're point. planning to just be there forever, <laughs> in which case, cool retirement plan. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, 60 yeah. years old, like maybe five years. Bro, <laughs> there's a bunch of 60-year-olds in these groups, they, they older are, guys, 50s, are. 60s. Yep. And, and like, bro, Got much it. love to them, bro. Like they did the thing, bro, and they do it high quality. They do it good, but they never took that leap. And- like now they're in their old age, and some of them are trying to sell their companies to other refinishers. There's but no hate to you guys in any way. It's what are you selling? What are you selling if oh, you don't have somebody working exactly. for it? Exactly. No, 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 you're good. You're good. That's exactly right, guys. We love you guys. You guys are the old timers, and because of you guys, we've learned a lot from you guys. But you guys also have to learn a lot from us. You have to keep up with the times. Something I wasn't doing was keeping up with the times. When you keep up with the times, you should be evolving. You shouldn't have that mentality of, oh, okay, well, in the 80s, I was, you know, doing this, that, and the third. It's like, dude, it's not the 80s. It's, it's, uh, I was born in the 80s. I'm 36 years old. You're, you have 36-year-old mentality. You need, to, you need to be in 2024. And that's why a lot of young guys are coming over here, and they're fucking – sleep right under you they're taking all your work from right under you because you think it's still 1985 it's not like please and and get, get your get your games into today there's they sell themselves short with what they're charging the way they're running their businesses and stuff it's like you know the way i see it and i i watch a, a guy on youtube his name is tom reber he does a, he has a thing called the contractor fight a youtube channel and he talks all the time he's like look a lot of you guys are comfortable being one man shows if you're comfortable with that, that's fine. But if you have a wife and kids, you're stealing money from your family. Yep. That's yep. what you're fucking doing. Yes. Because if you know that you can turn shit around and be better and you're not, you're actively not doing it, then like you're kind of a shitty man, bro. Like let, let's, let, let's be, let, let's, be, let's be a hundred. Like <laughs> if you know, all it takes is for me to do an extra couple steps to be at another level exactly. and you're actively not doing it. You're kind of a dickhead, bro. Exactly. But it's okay. Like, that's fine. If you guys really are about that, like some of these guys are just old single dudes, whatever. If you don't want to, you don't want to push to the next level. I get it. You guys did your time. But if you ever have or ha have had those ambitions and you know that all it takes is a little bit of effort, but you're too busy watching fucking Netflix, bro. Like that's on you, but you're fucking up, bro. I, I've made it a point. Uh, I don't game anymore. I don't like to watch TV shows anymore. When I'm at home, I'm on my phone, but like, I have a family, so I also need to schedule that correctly. But lately, my goals have always been hurry up and go home to your family. Like, that's all I'm, I'm when I'm working. I'm like, hurry the fuck up. Hurry up and go home to your family. Hurry up and go yeah. home to your family. Hurry up. and Like, I'm literally just repeating myself. So my you became head. a better exactly. person, by the way, uh, when you realized being selfish was no longer for you. And when you realize Absolutely. the only way you're going to grow is to help other people. Exactly. Or exactly. to show love to other people without expecting a return. Exactly. Unconditional family. love. Unconditional, Unconditional love. And that comes from building a family. Absolutely. And, and just picking up behind them because you know that they can't do that themselves. So once, you, once you're in a predicament like that or a situation like that, I'm not going to say predicament. That, that sounds wrong. Uh, when you're in a situation like that, you truly, you know how you said the whole, like, when you're backed up in a corner, that's when you really know who you are. Okay, yeah. well, when you are backed up in a corner and then you realize who you are and then you realize this isn't how I want to be, that's when you really start planning on your inner self. And yeah. that's and, and that, that's like my whole point with these. You know, I, I know some of the people are going to see parts of this and maybe get offended, but, like, you, Carlos, if you drop dead tomorrow and the business isn't where you're, you want it to be, that's fucked up. Yes. Because you exactly. have you have people relying on exactly. you. Exactly. Like, and uh, like, like you said. 
harshest realities, by the way. Yeah, bro. And this like, is to everybody. It, like, by you actively not bettering your situation, you are being selfish. Exactly. And, like, there's other people relying on you, especially if you have, you know, kids and a family, a wife, and all that stuff. Like, you, you should be looking for the next thing to where this thing outlives you so you don't have to worry. Also, yes. you owe it to your fucking guys because these yes. are the ones that have to pick up the pieces. If something happens to your ass and you never fucking did anything to where it could yes. run on its own, now they're out of a job. Now And then they put on all this tenure so you could live a good life. It's fucked up. Like At the end of the day, a lot of people think like, because we're growing a company bigger that it, oh, we're greedy and we're just, they're doing a low quality job and just doing more jobs and these people are fucked up and it's like, bro, all we're doing is trying to help more people. Yeah. Like, we still, it's possible to deliver quality and scale and do all these things. You're, you're helping the employees too. You're giving them yeah. a job. You give, you know. Dude. And a real career that pays well. Exactly. Well. Not only, like, bathtub guys. I'm going to use them as an example. Dude, they pay their guys well. Not only that, he, he like, bought one of his guys a PlayStation 5 because he wanted it. He bought another one, uh, Disney tickets, because he has a family and kids, and he took They're always somewhere. asking. Like, bro, asking they're, they're, there's, there's incentives that a lot of people like to, like, hide. Like, oh, okay, if a company's making $1.2 million in a year, they must be greedy. It's like, you really don't understand how, how businesses work. You really don't. Yeah, we took but, them all out to dinner. We fucking are constantly telling them, like, hey, you know, like, we're going to give you a bonus for this. I give them incentives to do their fucking regular yeah. job. Yeah. Like, you know, those are things. But, you know, that, that shit comes from. He's like, had guys quit that are begging to come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Straight it up. Happens. He's like, yo, I, I thought I could go somewhere else and make more money. Or no, do I it myself. <laughs> or do it myself. Turns out I can't. It's like, dude, like, come on, man. And that's okay because I, I'd like to say we've all been there in, in one time in our lives where, like, we thought going over here was going to get us ahead and it turned out it didn't. It's it's realizing when you're wrong, admitting when you're wrong, and and you know and apologizing to people. That that's what helps you grow as a person, also. So like, don't be afraid of like if you've made a mistake, please guys, own up to it. So it's, it's a part of growth. Last year, after the new year and stuff, you know, we we like you know gave the guys a, a bonus and stuff, but it wasn't as much as we usually do because we were waiting on a fucking account to pay us. We decided like once we got paid, like let's do a little employee appreciation thing. It was the like, middle of March. And uh, I went, Ralph, one of my best techs, still on his PS4, always talking about, ah, oh, eventually I'm going to save up and get a PS5. Yeah, Bought him the PS5. We got uh, Damon, and he's no longer with us here. Like, he, he, he moved on. But, um, like, we got him tickets for him and his family yeah. to go to Disney. Three-day tickets. Yeah, bro. They, like, they that's can go not to, cheap. That's like, not. And that's for not him cheap. and his kids, and they, you know, I paid him the three days he, he also took off. The pay, PlayStation 5, when it came out, was like $1,000 people were paying over. Yeah, and like, that's paying not just probably either. more uh, expensive. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then yeah. uh, I got one of my other ones who's like just a prep tech, but even he's part of the fucking team. I got, him, I got him magic tickets to a game yeah. that I heard he wanted to go to. Yeah. So like I, I was listening in, and I bought him the tickets for him and his cousin. Guys, and if that doesn't prove to you that it matters for you to take care of your employees, please. Yeah. Continue to do what you're doing, and I hope the best for you. But, but it's also context, bro. You listen to their wants and their needs, and yeah. like it's it's no different than when you're dealing with a customer. With a client, yep. uh, you you were talking about before before he got here. We were talking about like you know having that good culture, and it comes from that too. Look, like you you need when you're talking to people, you need to realize that there there's different kinds of people, right? There, you're gonna meet people who don't fit the company culture, and what you don't want is for them to become a cancer and it spread. Oh, yep. But when you have those people that are good, 
you reward them? You listen in on what their wants are, their needs are. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? People, they hate that question, but it's like, bro, if you tell me you just want to be a laborer forever, fine. But if you tell me you have goals and aspirations to grow bigger in a company, like I could, like, I could start measuring that into maybe putting you in a supervisor exactly. position, something like that. Where, where do you fit? Exactly. And, yeah. and, and, and if you're, you know, if you're saying that, but what you're doing isn't matching that, then I can come in and be like, look, bro, you told me you want this, but if you can't handle this, yeah. you're never going to get to that. Point. Yeah, yep. You're using their own, their own aspirations against them at that point. And, by well, doing that, it's, it's actually to, a good it, thing. It's to help grow them. Exactly. You're doing that because then they're going to like, damn, I did say that. And yeah. I do want that. It's like, so you got to put people on check. People need to be on check. Exactly. People, people take that so negatively. It shouldn't be negative. We should all be reminded. And my wife reminds me all the time of my mistakes all the time. And it's like, fuck, you're right, babe. Let, let me go ahead and do that. Like, well, you know? and, and one of the biggest things, man, is just like, like I said before, but I, I want to kind of reiterate it, bro. Just. Don't let the negative ones stay all around too long, bro. I've had situations. I had a tech named Gene. Nobody liked working with him. And, like, he was not a bad guy. It's just. Technically, he, he was 100%. He didn't like the work, bro. That's what it was. He was good at it. Too good. Like, disgustingly good. But he just didn't like doing the work. Interesting. He usually never works like that in the refinishing and, business. Right. And, and he. I think it was just bored of life, probably. It, yeah. yeah. Well, he, you know, he plays fucking Final Fantasy 14 hours a day, and that's all he ever wanted to talk about yeah, and do. Happen. And so, like, it, it, it was, you know, it was crazy. <laughs> but anyway, like, he was so good technically that we kept him around longer. And what would happen was all the guys would just, they would be getting upset at us because we weren't doing anything about him and his negative fucking attitude. So he was bringing the aura around. Yeah, like yeah the, and the, the, once we cut that aura. out, bro, we cut that out, and it was all smiles, bro. The guys were laughing, having a good time. Like, it was different, bro. It just felt better. It happens. And, and every now and then, you're going to get someone who's skilled, but the things outside of work and stuff, they bring it in. Okay. And, Always, yeah. and those people, bro, it does not matter how much you think you need them. Like, unless it's like you're in the middle of a really important project, put up with it. But as soon as you can, yep. cut it out, bro. Because culture keeps people here long term, bro. Yep. They will keep them with you. They're going to be happy. And you're not going to have these other people like putting in negativity in their head, bro. Um, people have their own problems at home, bro. They don't need a work problems, too. Yep. Like, we all have issues. Do you guys meet up every single morning? Every morning they come to the shop, they load up. Um, uh, uh, let's touch base a little bit. We're 30 ma 38 minutes in here. Let's let's we'll talk more about that stuff on on let's do another one. Okay. I try not to keep them too long cuz people complain about that. <laughs> so I'll, I'm going to Usually like 3 episodes at 40 is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to do that here and then we'll we'll go ahead and we'll pick it up on the next one, all right? Sounds all right. good. Uh-huh. You've been listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to keep up with the Bathtub Guys on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Or visit bathtubguys.com for more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.